<laughs> this is Fan Favor. And welcome back, everybody, to the second matchup. We've got a good one. Constantine, our first addition into the list, coming in at Seed 65 versus Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest Hotel at Seed number 192. As always, you've got Matt. Say hello. Howdy. So we've got Ed. How's it going? <laughs> and we've got Jacob today here. Hello. And uh, for those listening for the first time, this is Jacob. You know, he uh, wasn't here in the first one, um, but he was the one that actually had the addition of Constantine. How are you feeling about Constantine, Jacob? You know, it, I like the movie, but it has some stiff competition here. It does. I was extremely surprised by Budapest Hotel. I ha- Yeah, I don't think any of us had what seen. A, what a fantastic movie. <laughs> Definitely one of the more interesting movies I've ever watched. Interesting fact of the day. The Teletubbies' son, baby, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Has a baby. That's how old you are. I thought that was way more interesting than you. How, do, apparently. how old? I don't know, but it was it was like a decent sized baby. Huh? You know, I mean, it was like a full on, yeah, like size of the sun. All right. Well, let's just dive right into these. <laughs> We are not allowed to use that. (laughs) I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it until I get a cease and desist. All right. Well, which one should we start with? We got Constantine again at Seed 65, Grand Budapest Hotel. What does the table feel? I'm really excited about Grand Budapest. So I think. Start with the lower seed, get that out of the way. Correct. All right. Grand Budapest Hotel coming in at 193. A writer encounters the owner of an aging high class hotel who tells him of his early years serving as a lobby boy. In the hotel's glorious years under an exceptional concierge named Gustav. It has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Weird cast had the kid from Sweet Life and Zack and Cody, I think. Was that what we decided it was? I, I, I know it's from uh, Spider-Man. Homecoming, yeah. But. Uh, him. You've got Edward Norton. you got William Defoe. you got Bill Murray. So who's Edward Norton? Is that? He was the police chief. Who is he from? <laughs> like, um, He's an American History X. Ameri- he was the Fight original Club. Fight Club. He was the original Incredible Hulk. Not like original, but like in the, the Marvel, most recent, oh, 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 right in the yeah. Marvel universe. Yeah, that's okay. the one with all the controversy. Yeah. Okay. That's what I um, liked about this movie is, <laughs> and I like movies that do this in general, where they have like these big name actors that only come in for like a short, just line or right. two, and it just takes you kind of just takes you away. Yeah, like, like Owen Wilson and, and yeah, Owen Wilson Bloom was well. another one. Jeff Goldblum was in there too. Was he? It's the guy from, is that the guy? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum just, was yeah. in there. Who yeah. was he? He was the uh, guy who got his uh, fingers, fingers cut, cut off. off. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they yeah, show, no, like, the fingerprint right. card later no, and yeah. missing <laughs> four of the fingers. <laughs> yeah, no, I've always wanted to make a movie that was, like, a bunch of big-name actors, but they were only ever in the background. <laughs> like, and that's what this reminded me of. This movie was shockingly fun. I actually watched it the so, second time with you just now. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Exceeded every one of my expectations. Yeah, I did not think going into this. I was like, you know, it's you know, won some awards or whatever it was, uh, but I didn't think it would be that good of a movie. No, it didn't I, inspire yeah. anything it, at all. It knew yeah. what it was and it did it well. See, that was yeah. I lo- I loved the whole thing, and actually, the second time watching it was even better because mm-hmm. the first time I was watching it. I, I kind of like what you just said. I was trying to figure out what does it think it is, because it was like at first it's kind of like okay, it's a little quirky, but is it just like a weirdly shot movie? But then they kept throwing in all these weird like jokes and like kind of mm-hmm. weird things. But like watching the second time, knowing that I have decided that it's just a comedy, it was so much more enjoyable. Like it was, it was absolutely hilarious. I live for this type of comedy. It reminded me of like Tom and Jerry. Or like uh, Pink Panther, yeah, but okay. like like an adult it, Pink Panther. It reminded me of kind of like a Naked Gun type, yeah, uh, type <laughs> movie, right? exactly. <laughs> it's a very old school type of comedy. I'm watching it, and the way it's shot, the old, it's just very old school. You but know what's funny about those movies is like 
you know you're in good company when you're with people that laugh at those kinds of that kind of humor. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't figure out like, oh, is this too? I'll enough? never forget like in the Naked Gun when like O.J. Simpson. It's like he starts off with like a pistol and then he just <laughs> gradually builds like a cannon you know, yeah. like out of his no, pocket. And that, this movie had those scenes where like the ladder scene where they just like dump a ladder yeah. and it just keeps oh, going. But yeah, like yeah. one of, stuff, yeah, yeah, the greatest scene of all time is the, <laughs> at the very end when they're like, they pull their guns and they're just like, hey, everyone comes out of the hotel. Yeah. They're just shooting at no, for no reason. Oh my gosh, I absolutely adored it. I loved it. Uh, there's a couple things. I'm going to pull up all my notes. Really like interesting camera work on it. I don't know how I feel about the like square ratio that they were doing on half the movie. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a little weird. It made me feel like my TV was broken, but I mean, I could get I get over why it. they did it. Because they, they wanted to go back to that old style of comedy. Yeah, so they, I mean, they, they, did such, it. they did such a good job too. Right. Of doing that whole thing. And I like the. Uh, like the picture where like if they looked down at like a card or like a paper like it would be like the whole screen oh right like it oh, would, yeah. i oh, i thought that was right. very interesting and very different yeah and i enjoyed that no, no one's making movies like this and like regardless of it you have to give it props for that when i hear academy award-winning movie typically i think it's like pretty snobby it's gonna right. be like really honestly just boring mm-hmm. like it's just like all these critics are just like oh these movies are good because it you know, the cinematography and all this kind of stuff. It's like, I don't care about any of that. So when I heard Academy Award winning, I was just like, okay, well, this is going to be an easy one for this week. Um, you know, so it definitely exceeded all of you it. You know, that's an interesting point because, like, uh, and, of course, it's why it's part of the purpose of this podcast, like, what actually makes a good movie. And, like, I remember, like, what you just said, it kind of reminds me of, like, my friend when we, uh, history class in high school, we were told to like watch Lincoln I don't know if that was part of the mm-hmm. assignment or not if we just did that on, on our own but I remember because like when you watched the trailer directed by Steven Spielberg right Lincoln and like you see the trailer and he was like okay there's going to be like all these battles it's going to be action-packed and stuff like that but yeah. no it was just the politics of passing the 13th amendment mm-hmm. and I loved that but he did not because yeah. he was like, it's just boring, you know, like and it's like an award winning movie. Right. Daniel Day Lewis, Steven Spielberg director and like all these big name actors. But it's not like this action packed. Movie. Yeah, well, what, that movie was kind of boring, to be honest. I loved it. I it thought it honestly, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like Tommy Lee Jones and like the battle that these guys had like with, you know, each other and like what it took to pass, you know, this important amendment. Um, it was absolutely incredible to see. And like Tommy Lee Jones character that he plays, um, I forget his name, but he was just like this Republican. He had like a couple of great, you know, small speeches in there that were just awesome. It just takes your feet off, you know? And so it was quite a joy. Let me ask you a question. Would you bring your favorite movies? Let's say, okay, like your three favorite movies. Would you bring that to like a desert island? No. I'm with you. I would. I would really? I wouldn't bring that one. No. See, like, because you just said, like, Lincoln. Wait, the movie, the, like the movie Lincoln? Well, or like, we- I mean, would you consider Lincoln, like, a top five of your personal favorite? See, because mm. for me, I'm always weird, like, where I'm like, that movie's great, but I'd rather watch this other one that's right. arguably and critically worse more over fun. and over again. Well, no, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like... What you like is what you like, right? You can you can have a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes movie, but at the end of the day, all that matters is did you like it? But I think most people would agree with what like that com- Like I think we can all agree that like, well, you know, we're jumping ahead in the tournament, but like Lord of the Rings is a better movie than like let's say Iron Man one. Debatable. Okay. <laughs> well, like uh, Jack and Jill. Well, <laughs> that's the best movie in the whole thing. But like okay, like like. Come on, Matt. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The third one. Mm-hmm. Better than... You're saying Iron Man 1 is better than the first De- Lord of the Rings. Debatable. That's fake news. I don't know about that. But no, like, think about this. Iron Man 1 kick-started the entire Marvel Universe. That's great. That's how good of a movie it was. What it represents doesn't mean it's a great... What did, what did it Lord of the Rings 3 do? It ended arguably the greatest trilogy of all time with a bow. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, that's not the point. We're getting into, you know, Lord of the Rings. What I'm saying is that, like, that is a better movie, at least subjectively, at least critically, it is. Is it? Yes. Okay. It is. Critically, mm. Lord of the Rings is a better movie than Iron Man 1. But if I'm on a desert island, I'm bringing Iron Man 1. 
just because it's like easier to watch. It's more fun. More it's really, back. yeah, like it's more, yeah, more laid back. Okay, th- can we talk about this for a second? Yeah. Why is there a TV with electricity on this island? Go with it. But Man, no, why not go somewhere else? <laughs> if I have like electricity and I guess a TV, then. You're thinking too hard about it. It's like when I asked you uh, if you could be half your height or double your weight, and then you just literally flipped it on its head and completely broke it it for me. Yeah. Ed, you weren't a part of that conversation, and then Matt's going to ruin it for you, but Mm -hmm. would you rather be half your height or double your weight? (laughs) Double. Double your weight? That's the correct answer. You can always lose the weight. No way. No, you, see, that's the that's the correct answer because what you don't think of is you get half your height and you stay the same weight, so then you're just an obese <laughs> midget. Yeah, see, I was all like on team small person where I was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to be a little midget and I'll just mm-hmm. go like straight to the Game of Thrones casting director and I'd be like right there. And then Mac drops his A-bomb, this critical thinking guru over yeah. here. He's like, well, you'd be the same weight. Then you're, then you're you know, 3-1 and 200 pounds. So then, <laughs> it's not the point of the you know the game, Matt. You're supposed to stay, you know, completely the same within the confines. Critical thinking. Oh, I don't know who who is the person at this table that told me that uh, cats can't die from falling. Uh, that was me. They they have such like they're light, so their terminal velocity. I think. Well, they won't know get they know the like how to land like. No, no, no. It's the same I, way of like an ant can't die from falling. That makes sense, though. Like it's. Mass I don't know if it goes so the same with cats, but I know they have a, they also, a lar- I know they can like they can withstand a large fall, and it's because they know like how to like bend their legs right at the exact moment to like cushion the landing. But if you're falling from, you know, twenty stories up, I don't think it matters how much you bend your legs and absorb the blow yeah because but they're not think about this like, they're, they, they're like when they enough. fall they position themselves to like have like the most like wind resistance to like like they it's i can't speculate too much on it but like i know for a fact like they know how to like land correctly well william defoe throws a cat out the window in this movie and it splats so, on the ground. So, no, right, that was, that was just... Best scenes yeah, it was one of the best that, scenes of the movie. <laughs> I just looked it up. All right, let's see it. I looked it up too. Um, after falling five stories, the cats reached terminal velocity and there, thereafter relaxed and spread their bodies to increase drag. So what they do is... They basically act themselves as a parachute Wait, and then someone land. tested this? So yeah. There's actually so a study they, that I just found of yeah. 132 cats falling from five stories to 30 stories with a 90% survival rate. Not only that, one-third of them survived with no injuries, and two-thirds of them required some medical treatment. How did PETA allow that? We're just throwing cats was, off of... I think this was probably back in like probably, the boomer era. They, they yeah, probably, before, like, yeah, like when PETA. people bring it to hospitals or something like that and they report it, you know, they collect the data. Ninety percent survival rate. See, so that funny. means your cat would be perfectly fine. Ed. Well, I know because um, I we had um, looked up that you know in case, <laughs> you that, did, sure in case like that did happen. You know, obviously, like anything could happen, right? Especially you know, there's a bunch of variables, right? You know, like if they were disoriented or you know age and stuff. But for the most part, a healthy one should be able to well, land. Okay, your cat's on the fifth floor right now, right? Yeah, we should. We can go just test this yeah, out. Because if your not. cat dies, this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. But if it lives, then <laughs> I have to I have to dock points. Because while it was funny, I was like, no, I mean, Matt told me that cats can't die from terminal velocity. I don't think they, of course they can die, but like they, <laughs> they're not going to, I mean, they're, they're not going to splat like that. That, that was bad. That, that was, was blood it's, everywhere. It's, let's, right. let's keep, you know, this in mind. It is just a movie, you know. Well, but we're trying to very, I think, well, that's what I'm praising. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day. I think they, they did that because it's funny, right? Like, it's the same yeah, you're like, way, like, you know, it's it's the movie, yeah. right? Just, so did, like, I, I do have one thing about the movie that actually annoyed me. All right. And it made sense when I looked up the budget. But there were so many shots of, there's the little elevator thing going up the mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was other shots where you could tell... They were little bitty models. Yeah, for sure. And that I, I get it, 
I get why they do that, and they probably purposely didn't edit it enough to hide it because it's part of it. Like, they wanted it to be an old tools type humor. But we saw that elevator go up the mountain, like, 12 times, and each time, like, that's a two-inch size toy, and it just bothered me. No, I get it. I I saw that. that. I saw that several times, and I really enjoyed that, too. Yeah, I get get the humor of it. I just was like, you could have put in that little If this was, I mean, if this was, like, some, you know, Super block. If this was Marvel, I'd be like, okay, you know, get the hell out of here. Uh, But, like, even if Marvel was, like, it clearly fits the, like, theme that they're going for. It does fit, like, the ski scene. Like, oh, I love the ski (laughs) scene. When they're flying down the (laughs) mountain, dude, I died laughing. Absolutely hilarious. And then, yeah, I mean, the whole thing. That was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, I think. It's weirdly funny. Because, again, I'm like, I still don't know if they're even trying to be funny half the time but they just are i want to be in the meeting uh of when of who decided that her scar would have was the shape of mexico oh right. that to me was the funniest thing in the whole movie yeah it was just like this woman had this random birthmark that was just the exact shape of mexico because like you know it was just like the intern or like the production assistant was like hey wouldn't it be funny we just had a birthmark on her face the shape of mexico Oh man, there's something that was that did bother me though about it. I'm trying to put my finger on it right now. Um, okay, while well, you're thinking of that, yeah. I think the casting for this this movie was spot on. Agreed. Like they the 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 whoever played the bellboy zero, um, or lobby boy, mm-hmm. I did not know he had that type of range. Like oh. watching him in Spider Man and being like that, you know, the the douchey kid, the douchey yeah. whatever, and then going to this, holy crap, that's a good actor. Yeah, he was really, yeah, yeah, no, he had he a good range, yeah. and it was like even when he was just like showing no emotion. Like I think people don't yeah. realize how hard it is to not show emotion, right? And like he did a really good job on a lot of that. Um, but this is what I was going to talk about. But it kind of mentions what like Gustav or Gusto, Gustav, Gustav, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of casting, that guy Perfect. was awesome. Yeah. I want to, like, I want, I've always, like, it'll never happen for Bryce just because, you know, if you know me, like, I just, it's not going to happen. But I aspire to be him. Like, this, like, perfectly polite, like, perfectly, mm. like, old romance guy. I, I, I'm probably going to be him for Halloween. So, because I know <laughs> I want one of those penguin suits. That's awesome. Gustav might, is, is crawling up favorite characters like of all time Mm -hmm. it's like atachi aragorn jack bauer and gustav from grand budapest hotel that's the list right now of of favorite characters actually i'll put dean winchester right above gustav right now i don't know about that um and obviously you know batman maybe daenerys okay he's probably a lot lower now that i'm like saying (laughs) (laughs) maybe top 12 right at number 12 but yeah i mean the it's kind of I don't have like a whole lot to talk about because even with like the plot of the movie it's like it doesn't really matter in my opinion just oh because, not at all yeah I mean it's like I don't think it was really going for that because even the plot was a joke it's like right. the painting was yeah, ridiculous the apple boy. yeah yeah it was just boy with apple and then I mean like nothing even like the the um when they break out of jail. That plan is so dumb. Stupid. And, like, yeah. you know, it's right. like it doesn't... Even the movie's, like, the plot is not the point. It's just to have this weird, like, cartoon-esque movie that totally delivers on what it's going for. It's so, one of those movies where you can pick it up anywhere in the movie and mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Like, even when it's Ed... 30 minutes in. Yeah, like, Ed walked in, you know, 15 minutes later or so, and it's like... But I don't feel like you necessarily like are missing yeah, part of no. the story. The you first fifteen minutes is like the rest of the movie, just a little. Just looks a little different. Yeah, it's it's, it's a great. I, I just love that movie. Yeah, Going I, into it, I, I, it didn't inspire me. I was like, oh, I gotta watch this just to watch it. And ten minutes in, I'm like, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. Definitely worthy of being on IMDb's top two fifty for oh, sure. For sure. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's not very long, hour twenty minutes, I think, maybe hour thirty, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it other than what I've already said, which is it was fantastic and really funny. Definitely not a pe- – I do wish, actually, now that I'm like, all right, I do wish if I'm going to give it one criticism that the unnecessarily – while they are kind of funny, 
the unnecessary like nude painting of the lesbians oh yeah and then like just like the nudity that hat like you don't need it to be there and because like what you do with that is like i can't recommend this movie for like family pizza night anymore like on a scale I, of like one to yeah. family pizza night you can't because of and there's not a lot like at the very right. beginning there's only like split seconds of elderly women that are naked and then there's the and then there's the photo yeah but it's like w- why come on like when you have there's so like, there's little it's it, oh yeah in the jail in cell the jail they have cell. some stuff but yeah. it is art you know but no, why i i why I do you think need it, that i think it added to the movie not much but i do think it added for to us the movie. but like bryce said if you take away right. those nude scenes a 12 year old would love it. right think about this here's the thing a 12-year-old might like it, but then you'd have to get rid of all the cussing and a lot of the I other... I mean, you have a lot of violence in yep. there, too, with, like, well, blood. That's, the violence, see, that's but not... It's like they're making fun of the violence. The violence like isn't bad. I think it's more of the cussing, the nudity, and but I, more of the pro- pro- provocative... I'm not saying, like, you'd have to change the rating. You could still keep all that in. I'm talking, like... Like, I think, I think I'm speaking... I mean, at least my household... It was like it, the words and stuff and the violence like didn't really matter. But if there was ever like nudity or anything, mm-hmm. obviously like that takes it out of like really competitive. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe now. I mean, it's been a like while even since. like yeah, like no, I think blood like, and like killing like maybe are worse than nudity. I or no, no, sorry, sorry, not worse. Like oh, like more absolutely. acceptable. Well, it's like think about this. I mean, we've all been in the situation where you suggest a movie or a TV show and you watch it with your parents and then there's like that one scene That's you awkward. forget about where it's like, I'll give you a perfect example. Mom and dad, you know, sorry about this. Uh, Breaking Bad, episode one. Great show. You like, you know, you're like, oh, everyone should watch this. Like the family like should watch it. It's going great. But then it's like, and it's not necessarily like they show anything, but when the wife, like within the, first 10 minutes of that gives like a freaking hand job to Walter White like within you know they're just like laying in bed and she's just doing that that's just like what I'm talking about it's like that's not necessary it's like no that it's the most silent your family room has ever been no one's commenting on it because we're all we're all adults here like we get it you've obviously never been to movie night with my family oh I'd love to go <laughs> yeah. no but like you know I mean, that's the thing and like maybe like like <laughs> I'm, I could I could tell you like like watching like movies some movies with my parents like the, like the older I get the more comfortable I am like of course if you see a sex scene like it's gonna be a little uncomfortable if you watch that with your parents but like nudity it doesn't like really bother me anymore well, uh, like when right. I'm with my parents you know and I think that goes to show like okay this is more of an adult movie and maybe that's why they added it because mm-hmm. while it the majority of the movie could be acceptable to children. It adds in that, you know, the killing, you know, when the the prisoner like kills all those guards and, you know, shows them like stabbing and um, yeah. the gunfire and then the nudity, nudity and the paintings, you know, like it goes to show, okay, like we're going to throw these like little things in here to remind y'all that maybe it is like for an older generation. Yeah. I mean, look at the end of the day, I agree. Like I get what they're doing and yeah, it's exactly that. But I'm saying, when it's so, so little of it. I get it. There's only, right. like, There's one only, percent. Why even bother? Right. right. Like, if you're... Yeah. Like, I get it. If like, So like, either throw in some more... Yeah. Or... Or take it all out. I'm either saying have out. more nudity no, or it. less. This right. was a weird amount think, of nudity. <laughs> I think... <if laughs> all they would have to do is take out the the painting. I think you're right. And Just it, get rid of the painting. If, if they got the rid of the part. painting, then the... the small flash of 80-year-old tits you see at the beginning and, like, on the, the, the jail cell wall, you can kind of ignore that, yeah. and that's fine. But the painting, it the really... The painting really is is really yeah. R-rated. <laughs> <laughs> that is a graphic painting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got a question before we move on. Maybe this is a question for the very end, but what, what's the rating for Grand Budapest Hotel 180? What like what its seat is it? Yeah, it's one ninety three. So so IMDb put it at one ninety three. IMDb had it at one ninety three. Rotten Tomatoes has it at ninety three percent. So yeah. here's a question: Is that too low? We're gonna find out, dude. We're only at what? Right. I mean, so the thing is, is like when I was really digging through this list and like actually like um, looking at through like all the matchups and getting like some of the promotional stuff like together. I realize there are like 150 movies that I have never seen. And, you know, this is the first one, obviously, that I had never seen. 
coming right up. And if they're all like this, then we're in for one hell of a yeah, ride. Yeah, we've got a way, way more subjective tournament than I thought. You know, our movies weren't just going to come up and take the title. Um, do I think it belongs in probably like the top hundred? No. It's not like, I mean, talking more about like the plot wise, like I don't think there's enough there for it to be like ever this like great movie. But depending upon its matchup, I could easily see it going to like the third round with no loss. So, um, I mean, that's how much I liked it. Well, and for me, like, I, and I said this not in the last episode, but you know, in the prologue, I, I don't watch a lot of movies. So when it comes to critically acclaimed and judging the movies, I, I don't really look at it that way. I look at it yeah. how much I enjoyed it. And, I have a hard time imagining that there's going to be more than a hundred movies on this list that I enjoyed more than this. Yeah, no, very definitely a desert island movie for sure. Oh, absolutely, like it, it is a movie that you could bring on a desert island and continuously watch. That wouldn't because that that's desert island for you. It's not. Don't bring your favorite movies. It's bring the movies that you can keep watching over and over and over again. And this this is a desert island movie. How's there a desert and an island? <laughs> <laughs> it's an island it's that's an predominantly island of sand. a desert. Yeah. It's just sand, Matt. It never rains. It's like the SpongeBob Island. Like in the beginning, it's just like right. this one tree, <laughs> yeah. this little piece of dirt. Well, technically, to, def- to get, you know. So you know how are you watching a movie? On <clears throat> to get sixth grade yeah, geometry. No or geometry. It's like little portable emergency TVs. No, but like TVs. when, when do you see a desert surrounded by water? Well, technically, um, a desert is just anywhere where life is hard to find and it's not raining very often. So even technically Antarctica is considered a desert. You know, there's, so. uh, there's actually a very interesting place. <laughs> Wait, it's on the... Is it hard to find life? Penguins and polar bears. They're not very common. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, I, look. Sea lions? Fish. You know, there's actually a very interesting place there's in a lot the of world. Fish it doesn't have to be hot is what I'm basically saying. A desert is just like... Somewhere no, that deserts, uh, like, isn't it defined as some place that where it does not get rainfall? Like, there's no, right. that's what there's I not thought. a lot of rain. So it could be cold, it could be hot. Right. Temperature does not matter. What right. matters is the amount of rain it collects. Right. But there's actually but what there else? Shouldn't be the, shouldn't there be a lot of rain in the ocean? Yeah, there should be. Well, right. that's how. You know, well, I mean, there's Antarctica. a lot of, a lot of rain. In the world. That's a desert. There's no surrounded by an so ocean. you're in, in Antarctica. Yeah, I'm watching, watching a movie. movie. Yeah, you gonna tell me that in people don't have ele- electricity in Antarctica? You gonna tell those scientists that they just <laughs> no? But they probably also have Netflix then. <laughs> Moving on, I do have the um, can I say Webster's Dictionary? Can I say what the best joke in this entire movie was? Yes, please. And no, I don't no, even I, know I'd if lo- any of you guys laughed at it. Okay. Um. It's the fact that Zero, as a kid, is Indian, and as a, an, an adult, he, he does he doesn't match. Indian he doesn't match at all. He's completely different. He is he's completely white as an adult. Is he? And he yeah. definitely is he's like completely. He's different. like maybe slightly Arabic or something. The only thing in common is their nose. That's it. I thought, not even really. Was I mean, that, do you barely. think that was something that? I mean, I guess I this think is that the was movie that, that they definitely did, would go right? for. I feel it. like that. The, otherwise, they'd get like a older Indian, dude. like the guy that plays because uh, he definitely. Caramel, caramel color. Yeah, he right, was as a kid. Yeah, I guess now that you're pointing that out, and uh, he is pure white. I noticed that at the beginning, and yeah. I just the whole time I was like, "That's what? what I was confused." I was like, for a second, I was like, "Is that him?" Or? At the end, I think I, it hit me. At the end, I'm like, "They're doing that on purpose." Like it's been oh, bothering right. me the whole movie. They did right. it on purpose. A little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely is the movie that would go for it. Right. Huh. I never put that together. You want to ask where the ocean, like, where is there an ocean where there's a desert? There's a very interesting, and I saw this on Twitter one time because I think Elon Musk had liked it. Um, and it's this country called uh, Nambia. I can't really pronounce it, but it's on the um, western side of Africa, and it's literally where the desert meets the ocean. Oh my gosh, and I want to go there. It is absolutely beautiful. I remember when I saw that photo, I was like, that is definitely a life trip. Yeah, I just want I mean, to just, just like go there and be alone. Just to go to Africa, I think, would be incredible. But this, like, when I saw that the ocean meeting the desert, yeah, I was like, I that's in, where, where else? Where else is that? That's yeah. where Groudon and Kyogre go to do Groudon battle. Kyogre, <laughs> do you... All right, well, yeah, Grand Budapest Hotel. Overall, great movie. Not going to say family fun because of the lesbian art, but you know, whatever. Great movie. Everyone should definitely give it a watch. All right, next one. We've got 
John Constantine coming in at seed number 65. It replaced, um, not sure what it replaced, but if you didn't listen to the prologue, we replaced any movie that was uh, created under 1960 and below. This was one that Jacob suggested that we throw in there. So Constantine from 2005, supernatural exorcist and demonologist John Constantine helps a policewoman prove her sister's death was not a suicide but something more to start off this movie has a 53 percent on rotten tomatoes jacob this was your movie why don't you start us off how yeah, do you feel so i like the movie i still like it mm-hmm. but instantly in my opinion it's not on the same level just just kind of not to beat around the bush. I think that Grand Budapest Hotel is more enjoyable, even though somehow the plot makes less sense than Constantine. If, I don't know if that's possible. But the thing with Constantine is I love Keanu Reeves. I like the movie. Um, and it's a good movie. It's a fun movie to watch. So, Ed, you, you were the only – because, Matt, you hadn't – had you seen it? No. So, Ed, you had seen it before. You said you had seen it like 15 times. It's always on TNT. <laughs> I mean, it's a great movie. What? I mean, what were your thoughts watching it this most recent time? Um, I mean, it was it was good. Um, it's kind of like easy watching it. it. Was you weren't like you know when when you see a movie that time you know you're not like deeply focused, but um, you know you always it's always a good watch. Uh, but I uh, I always like these kinds of movies. Um, you know, dealing with like the religion, biblical aspects of it, like the whole. Sp- Spear of Destiny, you know the Holy Lands. Yeah, and uh, it's a real, it's a real relic. And there's actually, fun fact, believed to be three or four in the world that claim to be the one. Which really is very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I love religion and the whole backstory of it, and I think that's. I hope at some point. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, okay. go back on. Well, Just you, wait. Sorry. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna step in here. Yes, please. This movie was so underwhelming. Everything about it, from the CGI to the plot to every single thing, the only redeeming factor of this movie is Keanu. Yeah, and he, even he then, carries the whole movie. He carries the he movie carries on the his movie. back. I, and he still, I mean, it's young Keanu, too, so I think... Yeah. Like Matrix Keanu. I like the it's actor who Is plays. Matrix Keanu any good? Go back and watch John Wick, and you yeah. kind of realize, like, wait a minute. John Wick is peak... Pete Keanu. He's Pete Keanu. Keanu. Yeah. Right. I 100% so, agree with you, Matt. Here's the thing. Like, not even comparing it to the other movie. Yeah. This movie does not hold up. It's one of the maybe five movies I've ever fallen asleep in in my entire life. And I fell asleep and lost, you know, 20 minutes of it. And I still was able to wake up and pick up basically where I left off because it was so cookie-cutter, kind of boring. Like, you know... Going into the movie, I had such high hopes, thinking this is going to be Keanu, right? Kicking demon ass, right? You know, I love Constantine. I love, you I know, love the comics of everything. demons and love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. This movie was dog. It was not good. <laughs> I hate to say it, dude. No, I yeah. I mean, I mean, the demons looked like crap. Yeah, it was old everything. school. It's, a, it's, an, it's an older movie. I definitely yeah. like. I not, get it. It's not just about the CGI. It's also the the plot, and maybe it's because we were watching a made-for-TV version where it was a little yeah, bit more fan. Oh, they, they for sure, and I had uh, which, pointed that out. Like, the you know, TV versions always cut out, like, a lot of stuff, right. and it's like there's All some right. stuff that you just need to see. As even, small as it may be, it gives just that little bit more of context. Even, even some rest, of the fight scenes. Though. I mean, Edward kind of pointed it out, too. Like, they cut out a lot of the some of the gore. But I'm sorry. But even with... Any yeah. gore in it, I still think the plot and everything. It was just it was it what was plot? too early. Yeah, it, it was like, that, so, it was too short. Almost. Right. I'm gonna start. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna get you know kind of boiled up they, right here for a sec because there's a couple things. When we we were watching this, and within the first 20, 25 minutes, I wanted to ask y'all: Was this a sequel? Because you want to talk about a movie that just throws you in. This world, and I'm totally like world. I've, we said it on one of the earlier episodes. World building. John Wick throws you in. They don't right. give you anything, but that movie does a great job of explaining everything. This movie throws you in, and you're like, okay, there's a guy with like a spear. Okay, cool. Then Constantine shows up. He does this whole like 
voodoo thing, and he's got like this charm bracelet that they never explain. They right. never explain where he got that charm bracelet. They never explain really how he knows any of this stuff. But that's fine. Like whatever. I mean, you get it. Like okay. Like he's an exorcist. They're setting something up. They do this whole thing where like the demon goes into a mirror. First of all, that's not. I don't know where that came from in Supernatural, but whatever. Uh, and then they like, and they throw it out, and you're like, okay, like I get it. They're just setting it up. But, like, surely they'll come back and explain it. They never do. They, like, kind of at, like, the end of Act 2, ne- like, sort of bring up that holy water hurts demons. Because right. I, like, made a mark on my phone. I was like, I want to know when they start to explain stuff. And it wasn't until, like, their final, like, when they were going into, like, the hotel. The the yeah, and it's movie. like, dude, you can't, like, this dragon fire thing right that like and for someone who like keeps up with like the paranormal and like you know watches all these kind of shows they and, tried like, to... and it's like like i kind of could follow mm-hmm. because i am aware of like that stuff but if you don't know anything like it, it, something that still bothers me is like he tells the lady that it's like, oh, guns don't work. And then he proceeds to go and get a golden shotgun. Why does right. that golden shotgun work? Well, what is they're the- like, I, I don't know if you saw, they had like the cross on them and like they were like, they were blessed. But they never, see this is what they I'm talking explain, about. They didn't explain that. Here's, here's the problem with the movie, in my opinion, is they didn't go full Constantine. Mm-hmm. They they took James Bond and put a demonic twist on it. That That's was good, exactly yeah. what they did. They have the, you know, the... Uh, yeah, no, that's female, a great, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they have basically home base and the gadgets and stuff. They it's it's basically John or it's basically James Bond with uh, a demon hunter, a vibe. demon skin. Yeah. So before I forget, this came up while we were watching it, but there's a scene where he goes in to meet Gabriel or whoever the angel was. Right. The police woman is mm-hmm. in that room. Didn't you agree with me? And I know it's been wait, a while wait, since we've seen it. Because so she like oh right she, she like later on in the movie. So right. this scene happens kind of early on, like twenty, thirty, forty minutes in, and then like he John Constantine is like going in to meet like the higher ups or something because he's like surely I've killed enough to like he's trying to see where his status is trying to get to heaven right, right. he's trying to see where his status What's the scoreboard is. right exactly What's the scoreboard looking yeah. like and they're like you're never gonna make it back. She sneaks into that room. She's like, she's there. And then the next scene, she just acts like she doesn't know. Like, she, or she's not even acting. She's like, oh, no, hell's not real. And, like, there's no such thing as demons and stuff like that. Was I blind? Or, like, did I miss something? Like, was she not there? Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I remember, don't remember It's that's how, that's how bad this movie was. The movie was so, so confusing. Like, you said right. you fell asleep. And, I, like, it... it I couldn't. I still, right now, and I've only seen it once, and maybe I need to watch it again. But I couldn't tell you what happened. Here's my no. understanding of what happens in this movie: a spear is found that, for some reason, we're dealing with angels and demons. But if you the bury holy, the holy lance, yeah, the holy lance, which awesome. Like I love that that was in there. But for some reason, if we're talking about angels and demons, why does burying it under an apartment building? Why is it stopping angels and demons from getting it? But whatever. So a spear is found. That activates some kind of curse. Then like the son's devil, I think, is what it was. Yeah, it's like the, the, devil the devil's son. son. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it, well, like the guy that finds it, right? And keep in mind, it was wrapped in like a, you know, Nazi flag under an old church. Mm-hmm. And this is somehow in Mexico. So, like, it gives you some questions, right? It gives you some speculation that you could just think about, you know, later on, like after the movie, after you watch it. So he holds the spear, and it's. Like, it makes the finder possessed, Mm, Uh, which is, you know, like, I get it. Like, it's kind of confusing because, like, you know, the spear, you know, as the story goes, you know, the Roman soldier um, used a spear to make sure that Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ was dead. I'm not sure how it, like, turned, like, gave the possibility for the devil's son to come like the Like, Satan and everything to, like, use it as a medium to possess people. Um, but yeah, then, you know, he travels, uh, you know, all the way to, you know, where, where the final battle is yeah. you know, to possess the girl and stuff. But well, like, but why? Like I, I even, okay. So like what you, so yes, what you just said is the main plot of the movie. Right. 
Then there's this hour and 50 oh, well, like, minutes. You know, the main plot was Gabriel's trying to unleash hell. No, I get it. Like, right. the angels are actually the ones that are trying to yeah. help Lucifer. But, like, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I feel like for this hour and 50 minutes where between we find the spear and that final, like, hotel scene or whatever, where, like, Lucifer's there and all that kind of stuff, what's going on in between? Like, I don't really get it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm having a hard time even saying because I can't even tell you what was happening it's like he shows up he's pissed and then this girl dies and then another girl that's her twin shows up they go to hell for some reason then there's this whole thing where they can she like goes to hell because she killed herself like the twin killed herself yeah, he's trying to find out this if she leads really to, really to, this hell. brings he's, like this is like a lure for her to want to find but her sister save well she's trying to save her sister right from right, going, but, from being condemned to hell why did why did her sister go to hell like why did i'm sorry why did Policewoman and John Constantine go to hell. Yeah, well, like, because to confirm. Keep in mind really the policewoman, uh, which is Wait, played, he confirmed which is it already. Isabel Dawson, Rachel Wise. Uh, she wants to save her sister from being damned to hell because she knows that she's innocent. She did not kill herself. John Constantine, for a while, not, not wanted nothing to do with it until he found out that she has a special ability. To, to, like, see across the veil or whatever. Exactly, exactly. So I guess the core issue is that they tried to fit an entire supernatural season into a two-hour movie because, like, there seems to just be 40 different subplots going on. Or am I just missing something? Yeah, there's a lot going on. Because yeah. it's like – because they kept cutting back to the guy walking with the spear, and then they'd be like, oh, let's just go on to this, like, next adventure. Right. And it's like – I'm sorry. I was like – and I can follow a movie, but I was just like, they're – there was so much going on that I was convinced it was a sequel. I was actually convinced we were watching the second one. Because if we were watching the second one, I'm fine. You've explained half the stuff, or you should have in the first movie, that I need to know. Um, second of all, before I forget, is Hell like some kind of that's so Raven like ability? Because it seemed like every time he needed to like find something, he would just kill himself, and then he would be like, oh, there it is. Like it's a, like there, there's a specific scene where he's trying to find something. Literally, like not like I think kills himself, and then he like he's like oh he like, had like a premonition. And I'm like, is hell hell or is it he like gets to that point like right between living and death? But like, why does bring- he like there? I'm having a terrible. I'm hoping one of you guys can jump it's, in. It's a movie. You no, know, I, at no, the end of the but day. at the end of the day, I have to take it for what it is. Right. For sure. It's And what it is is, is they tried to make John Wick too soon. Dude, I mean, yeah. Like whoever whoever made John Wick saw Constantine said, I can do that, but I can do that better. better. Yeah. And they made three movies like that. I feel like right now if whoever makes, you know, whatever director directed John – or. Uh, directed uh john wick um if they said let's reboot constantine i mm. feel like i would i th- i think it would be fantastic yeah no i'm it's so it's change just, the plot a little bit get keanu on board and just smooth out the also edges. bring smooth back tilda swanson i uh i loved her as gabriel i thought she oh, oh yeah I thought she, she did a good job yeah, i yeah. think in, in my I mean, honest, she's an excellent actress in general i am a big fan what of else is my she opinion in? i thought whoever played satan was was decent as well uh, no uh, so i like lucifer and uh mm-hmm. you may remend, remember him from john wick too he's uh he's, he's in the, the second oh, that's one what it was. Was. yeah that's what it was he, what he's, the, he? he's, he's the john wick, <laughs> john wick. <laughs> he's the fucking he's the guy that makes like the story like i knew it i knew that's where i was like why can i I place this guy. I just gave, you that also, just gave Constantine ten points. Yeah. You also may remember him from um, Armageddon. He was that Russian mm. cosmonaut on the space station. I don't know if y'all seen that with Ben Affleck. No, that's, and a, that's a good movie. Oh my gosh, that's it! I'm so glad because I had that itch the whole. Are you time. serious? Yeah. I was like, why do I know? He did a great job. I know. I I thought I I really. No, liked he that was actor. definitely he Lucifer was definitely a highlight of the movie but the problem with even him was i didn't understand why lucifer was even there first of all i don't understand how he showed up so like he was the one well so they the demons kept saying that satan himself would come to collect john wick or not john wick sorry john constantine's soul when he died yeah so he's the only soul that he'd come up there himself to collect okay well that okay that just because i was like why does him bleeding out 
like, because I was like, okay, so he's killing himself so that way Satan shows hell, up. The entire, I didn't pick that up. Hell was waiting for John Constantine. Yeah. And so, like, when he was... To, like when he was dying, like Satan, yeah. See, I like, didn't pick up any of that because that that was in my notes. I'm like, that was a huge. I was like, where did Lucifer even come from? Well, like, they why? only mention it twice, and it's real quick and passing. Like yeah, one see, of the like, demons he the, kills, he mentions it. I think it's the one in the road scene, and then like I think who else mentioned it? Someone else mentioned it too. I don't remember. Yeah, see, like I didn't hear that yeah. at all, right. and so that whole thing, I was like, why is he just killing himself again? And stopping time. And then, first of all, I'm taking it apart again. It's like, why if he stops time, Gabriel, like, can't finish stabbing to unleash, like, Satan's son? Like, why does it also affect these supernatural beings? Well, keep in mind, remember, angels don't have more power than humans. They can only influence. And John Constantine (laughs) has a super. They do say that. Uh, I mean, maybe I just need to watch it again. Because it just felt so... So all over the it place. It felt kind of forced because for it me. stops, you know, the birth of Satan's child yeah. as well. You know, so, so taking a step ways. back for a minute, Edward, I have a question. We're who's the actress that plays uh, Gabriel? Uh, told us once. So who, what else has she played? Because I didn't recognize her whatsoever. But you're saying that she's been in a lot of stuff. She was uh, in Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to Tilda. Uh, Wait, was she? Oh, she was. She was, in, she was the old woman. She's oh, in wow. Doctor Strange. Um, oh, really? Yeah, she's the bald Narnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she's the, the she's the white witch. She's the Doctor Strange lady. Oh, okay. um, she's a very good actor. She's a very cold actor. She, she reminds plays, me of plays the, a lot the, of these same. She, she reminds me of the tall blonde girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, not the same, but yeah, I mean, similar kind of. Yeah, similar she's, face. Uh, she's an excellent actress. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say say let's do a segment and say something nice about Constantine. Um, Keanu Reeves, I think. Keanu Reeves. Young Shia LaBeouf, I think that's about it. Something that bothered me, I think Matt pointed it out, like, while the movie was going, was just, like, why is he dressed so nice all the time? <laughs> just, like... I mean, I get that because it's the Constantine character, but, like, yeah. he was dressed, like, too good. Yeah, he was, like... Like, was, Constantine should be, like... He should be in kind of the suit, but, like, his tie should be undone, and, like, he should, like... He should yeah. look sloppy but clean at the same time, if that makes sense. Right. Have you like, seen uh, the comics for Constantine? Yes. No. It's very, very different. It's a right. very, very different. They changed it up quite a bit. Right. And that's just, what, the, just the look, like you said, like Matt said. Right. In, in the comics, it's a little more rough around the edges but still looks nice. Right. Uh, and he's a little more vulgar mm-hmm. in the comics, but I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of just what I had to say about it. I mean, other things that I'm just, like, scrolling through looking at this uh, is if, when they kill uh, Shia LaBeouf's character with telekinesis, she's like slamming him ground up on the floor. Why? If, okay, so <laughs> yeah, the movie. but like, why didn't they do that to John? Like, if they've been waiting for this guy, why are they letting him like continually to win? They could easily just kill him or stop him. So why don't they just like do that? I think like and that, that's the other thing is like, why did he have any bargaining power with Lucifer? Like, why does he say? You can't have like. How did he get out of that? Why does Lucifer go? Did he trade souls? No, or yeah. So yeah. They so traded souls. John, and the reason like and this, so like, Lucifer wants John, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The twin is going to hell. She was already condemned to hell. John says, "All right, take my life and save hers, you know, and we'll stop all of this." And Satan's like, "Deal, done." But why? Why wouldn't he just say, "No, I want you both." Right. He wouldn't, because then I think that means that like his child is unleashed and like the plan goes forward. Or why it's, wouldn't? Why is it a bad thing if the child comes out? Well, it's Satan like because I think aren't on the same page. They're, they don't like each other. And I think okay. also it's and you know what it reminds me of. And I saw this on YouTube, just like an old clip of like Thanos fighting his son, like and like a Marvel. There's like some Marvel like old cartoons, uh, and you can find this on YouTube. And I just watched it briefly. I don't know the story, but how like. Thanos fights his younger son because, like, his son wants to rule the world, and Thanos kind of like not like helping guess, yeah, no, the, the it, Avengers, but like kills his son. Yeah, it's like know? he's like, I'm still in power. I'm still, okay, I'm still like, number one. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, that bothered me. Like at the end, I was like, why would he have any bargaining power? Um, but then, doesn't he ended up? Doesn't God end up like saving him? So God. So then, once the sacrifice is made, right? Once John right, gives yeah, himself he, he until. Uh, once John gave himself to Lucifer, God saw this and was like, now he is worthy. 
And so Lucifer, seeing that John is now accepted to heaven, he's like, no, I'm going to let you live to prove that you won't, des- that you don't deserve. So is there heaven. a second one? No, 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 they just they just leave it at that. No, because like Lucifer yep. is counting on that he's going to continue that his he's smoking. Screw up again. You're yeah, gonna exactly. Earn, you're going to earn so your way back to me. I'm going to give you a healthy life to prove that you don't deserve to go to heaven. That bothered me because look, I'm not speaking for the Lord Jesus Christ or God at all, but I feel like if you sell your soul, that's a permanent basis. Right. <laughs> and all supernatural has right. taught me is that you get ten years and then Jesus can't save you, man. Like so. That bothered me. But, you know, that's just two different shows colliding right there. But God forgives all. It's true. You know, so. So they say. I'm not going to mess around with that. I'm actually yeah, but then sh- why wouldn't everyone <laughs> just make a deal with the right, devil then? then? <laughs> like, then you just get free wishes and, you know. Yeah, no it's really a loophole, knows. man. Right. It's a loophole. Wow. We've just solved it. Last week we we solved uh, reincarnation. And this week we've we've taken down, you know. The devil. Apparently. Well, then maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> to that, maybe to that point, Matt. God forgives, but He doesn't always have to save. I'm not, I'm not gonna kill you, but that doesn't mean I have to save you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe God forgives, but He doesn't forget. And you know, I've always thought about that because I had a conversation uh, with a colleague of mine, like about how, you know, God's first. If you go off like the Bible, right? The worldview of the Bible, just studying it, you know, um, take it for what it is. The first three people God ever creates are the first three cursed human beings in the world. You know, why wouldn't God just restart? Why did he continue, you know, going? Or why did he allow continuation? Do you want to have this conversation? We're, we're, I don't we're think we're on the right. I don't think we're on the right podcast. But. <laughs> so here's a question for all of our supernatural fans: Apocalypse on the line, going for it, right? John Constantine or Sam and Dean Winchester? Who's saving the world? Sam and Dean. Sam and Dean Winchester, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Constantine. He's too focused in one. He's good at one thing, really, and he doesn't understand the whole picture like Sam and Dean will. Yeah. John Constantine ain't taking down a Wendigo. Or, you right. know, uh, a skinwalker. Sam and Dean. Well, Bas- Sam and Dean have connections. Like, they have so many connections on all sides. On He's all been sides. to hell, John Constantine. Yeah. He's got, he knows so all. Dean. But they don't have, like, angels on their side. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah, dude. John, what, how, long, how long was John in hell for? Two um, minutes? Two minutes, yeah. What was Dean in there? Years. 47, 47 years. years. Like that. God. John Constantine is just a freaking pussy compared to my man oh. Dean Winchester. He goes up to be John Wick, and I want to be careful there. That's I, I, Dean Winchester could take on John Wick. Absolutely not. You know why? Because if John Wick killed him in Supernatural Season 5, they confirm that Sam and Dean die all the time and that mm-hmm. Jesus just brings him back like all the time. So right. even if John Wick killed him, John Wick would be like, okay, my job's done, and then Dean Winchester would come back to life and be like, oh, guess what? I've got the Holy Spirit with me. You're dead. Boom. Done. So is this one of the worst Keanu Reeves movies? It might be the mm-hmm. worst. Do you think it's the worst because of his performance or just overall as the movie? No, I mean, because, like, Keanu just does these types of movies where he doesn't say a whole lot. Like, he's very blunt the whole movie. And, like, I just – if it was any other actor, it would be like, this is terrible. Um, but, you know, that's just what he does. But, like, no, like, the so movie – been a quiet, quiet yeah, guy. I don't know if y'all seen The Devil's Advocate. No, and that's I a have, great. That's a great movie. I, have seen it. I, I love that seen movie. That one. Uh, I saw that recently, actually. You did. You recommended I watch it during the prologue, and I went and watched it. It's a good movie. I, I like and it. that's another like demonic it. movie mm-hmm. with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves, where he's a lawyer. Should I added it. I actually like that it's more than a, I actually like that more than Constantine. I think so too. I mean, I like the whole. Um, I like a good lawyer movie, but with the whole like demonic influence in it, and it's it's, everything. it's so. It's so why good we, at it. Why are we so fascinated with that? I mean, that's just a pers- personal thing. But like, I feel I, like a anything lot of, religion I, mean, I, I find fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's Humans just it's just, just so crave interesting. The supernatural. I mean, it's the, it's the knowledge of the unknown that we want. That it's we it's like have. stories, and it's like okay, like um, you know, religion. Like, there's a lot of parts of modern day religions that aren't like organic to their forms. Like they are. Very, very like old stories, like way before Catholicism, Islam, Judaism, like they go way back that these religions take up in the Bible. Like they, those are stories much, much older. 
right, let's go ahead and move on. That's John Constantine coming in at number 65. It's time for the voting. All right. Let's go around the table. Jacob, since you were not here last time, you can go ahead and cast in your votes. See who wants to move on. Remember, it is double elimination, so even though we will be sending one to the gates of hell today, it has a chance to come on back. Well, like in the movie where John Constantine comes back from hell, I think he's going to have to you know, pull that miracle off again because Grand Budapest Hotel was a much better movie. Yes, we've got one vote for the Grand Budapest, Edward. I like the Grand Budapest Hotel. I It hit every note. It's uh, very light, very good. Mm. But I'm going to go ahead and stick with Constantine. Really? Really? You're going to keep Constantine in there? If I was sitting on my couch and I'm just like, I need to watch a movie, and I see the Grand Budapest and I see Constantine, I, I'm i going to go with Constantine. I love Con- it. Constantine's a better background movie. Not only, I don't know. I just... That's okay. Like I said, I loved the Grand Budapest Hotel. I thought it was awesome. It, it exceeded every expectation. I just... I don't know. I, my 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 leanings go towards. I, hey, trust your gut. I like it. So you're saying that you're saying you're voting for Constantine solely off the fact that if two like up against up, up against the Grand Budapest, I am choosing Constantine over. Gotcha. Okay. I respect it. So Matt, go ahead and vote, Bryce. You want you want all the power? Yeah, That's fine. Power. You can have it. I going obviously if you listen to the past 20 minutes of this podcast you know where i'm voting i definitely think grand budapest hotels i'm gonna agree with the academy award winners i think right at 92 percent with rotten tomatoes you know is great definitely think it's worthy of being in here um I, this is it was a pretty easy one i think grand budapest hotel for sure so here's the thing oh here we go <laughs> shake it up going into this I thought for sure Constantine was going to win. Before I saw either one of the movies, I thought for sure I'm voting Constantine. Right. Watched both. Then I watched Constantine, and I thought I'm for sure whatever Budapest is, I'm voting for that. <laughs> yeah. And I saw Budapest. It's actually tough. It's looking is it back, really? It's looking back at both of the movies. It's actually tough because I I know I just gave a lot of crap to Constantine. However, it was I can see I see the charm in it's it. It's an enjoyable right? movie. No, it's, if I'm going to go back and watch one of the movies, it's going to be probably Constantine. Really? And that's only because it was like it reminds me of watching movies with my dad. Right. Okay. However, I'm I'm voting Budapest. It was too it was too dog. It was too, <laughs> it was too dog. Yeah. Too doggy shirt. So wait, so you're saying Grand Budapest was a better movie. A better movie. Yeah. So we've got three for Grand Budapest, one for Constantine. Game! Constantine is being sent <laughs> yeah. back to hell into the second round. John Constantine did not do enough this time around to get himself uh, out of here. So that's gonna bring it Grand Budapest Hotel to round two. I am very excited. You want to know why I'm excited, Matt? Or Ed? Or anyone? Why? Because next week, we have a fantastic matchup. Oh, what is it? That is going to absolutely destroy me. And I know it right now. Oh, no. Because it is one of my additions to the list, the big short, versus Up, which is just one of the greatest Disney Pixar movies ever. That's going to be hard. It's been a while since I've seen... Who uh, hasn't seen the big short dude, here? Hey, I am I the only that. one that's yeah, seen? Not seen I've not I feel seen like it. I've seen that movie like even more than Constantine. It is. It's one of those movies that I can watch all the time. Dude, up it's is sad. Never oh. bad. But in like Up, I can't even. It's emotional. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I've seen it was just like so. I'm very interested to see what adult quote unquote humor is in that movie because like I think the last time I saw it was probably like I was still laughing at the fact that. The dog just says stupid stuff, and I'm like, okay, well. But, I mean, I remember it being absolutely fantastic. I can't wait till next week. Yeah, next week's going to be be awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's our show. Like I said, tune in next week. We've got Up versus The Big Short. You can follow us on Instagram at fan underscore favor. Due to some weird login issues, we got rid of fan dot favor. So it is fan underscore favor. Um, But, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.